Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. Happy whatever the hell day it is where you're at right now listening to this. Happy day. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. This is your host, Coach Magali, and I hope you're doing well. And I thank you for being here today and, you know, taking some time to listen to this episode. And as always, I hope that you find value in this. So... I just want to start with a little bit of a pep talk for you guys because I know a lot of you are feeling this way. A lot of my clients are, the women that I talk to on a daily basis. It's been a rough year, you guys. Motivation is nowhere to be found. Shit's just hitting the fan left and right. And so too are our habits and our workouts and our eating habits and all the things that we want to improve. And I just want to first say that if this is you, if this has happened to you, do not beat yourself over it. It's been a tough year for everybody, including you. And I'm sure you have a million and one things you have to worry about. And the fact that this took a hit, it's not the end of the world and you're not a bad person. But we do have to get back on. And this is why it's so important right now. If you're in the process of giving up or you're thinking about it or you're losing that motivation and you're days away from just being like, you know what, fuck this shit, I'm done don't right now in this crazy ass time with everything going on taking care of your body taking care of your mind feeding yourself the foods that make you feel good and accomplishing goals is what's going to keep you sane it is the one thing we have control over right now it is the one thing that we can help that we can improve on without anybody else's help or anybody else being able to affect that you have full power so I know shit's tough. I know motivation is down to like fucking negative 10,000. But right now, it's the one thing that we all need to be doing to take care of ourselves, to come out stronger throughout this year. And you know the benefits, man. I'm not going to sit here and lecture you like you're a five-year-old. You know why you need to do this. So if you're in the middle of giving up or you want to give up, just know I'm rooting for you. You can do this. Stay strong. And this tough time will pass like every other tough time has passed. And you're going to be so much more proud of yourself for sticking with it than if you would have given up on yourself. And you are worth that work and that effort, okay? So there's my little pep talk. And if you have any questions or you want to send me a DM on Instagram at Coach Magali Ramirez, let me know about your situation. Maybe I can help. Uh, I'm here for you, okay? I'm supporting you. I'm rooting for you. And I'm here for you. So with that being said, I want to get started with the episode because I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a longer one today. I got a lot of shit to say, okay? So the topic that I want to cover today is five things that may be sabotaging your weight loss results or health results, whatever goals you're pursuing, but specifically referring to weight loss um, that you may or may not be aware of and are really, really detrimental if you're not paying attention. Um, A lot of these, we're not really thinking, we're not really aware, and that's not your fault, um, but the fact is they are happening and the fastest way to fix something is to recognize it and um, identify it. So Five things that may be sabotaging your weight loss goals. The first one, 
And this is the pill that nobody wants to swallow, nobody wants to talk about, nobody wants to admit and be super honest with themselves. Because it's embarrassing, (laughs) it makes you feel like shit. I thought I was doing the right thing and I'm not. And with that, what I'm referring to is you are just consuming too many calories without realizing. Or maybe you are realizing it, but you're not really being honest with yourself. And this is so easy to do, you guys. It is so easy. And I want to give you a client story that recently happened to highlight just how easy this is to do without even realizing it. So I have a client who is currently trying to lose some body weight, right? Body fat. And we have her on a calorie deficit with the calories that she's eating. So I ha- I'm having her track her food in the MyFitnessPal app. And every week we check in to make sure how things are going to adjust if necessary, you know, typical check-in kind of thing. So I was asking her some questions. I'm like, okay, so tell me about your dinner. You know, what were you eating? She was telling me all these things. And then I mentioned, did you use any oil in that? Or, you know, did you use a spray or a nonstick pan? What did you use to make sure the, you know, you cook the food? And she's like, oh, I use olive oil. I was like, oh, that's not coming up in your um, tracking. So did you put it in or did you forget or what happened? She's like, oh, I never track the oil. And then I proceeded to kind of show her like, oh, well, we actually do have to do that. Because if you look at the serving size of oil, it's very, very small and it has a ton of calories. And so she was doing this repeatedly throughout the day, forgetting to track this, thinking that she wasn't eating those 200 or 400, whatever calories it was. And think about how many times you use oil to cook food. That's a lot of calories going unnoticed, right? And then I had another client who would kind of update her food logs the next day. So she wouldn't log everything the day of or as she was eating it. And that's totally fine and and whatever. But the problem with that, what can happen is we're terrible at remembering everything. We're imperfect beings. We don't remember things exactly the way they happened. So it's super easy to miss stuff. And she said that she realized, you know, the next day that she forgot to input her entire lunch. Now think about how many times it can happen where you miss the smallest thing. But that smallest thing begins to add up. And over time, that extra ca- those extra calories that you're not realizing you're consuming are taking you out of the calorie deficit that you were in and sabotaging your weight loss results. Because if you're not in a calorie deficit, no matter what you're eating, whether it's 100% quote-unquote clean, perfect foods, or if you're eating crap, junk food all the time, it doesn't matter. You're not going to lose weight. So this happens so much more often than people realize, and it's not your fault. (laughs) You forget it, it happens, but this is where awareness comes in. You have to be 100% honest with yourself. Am I eating what I think I'm eating or am I snacking or taking a bite out of this here and there or forgetting to track certain things or logging out later and then risking forgetting some things? And the point, like this is not to say that you have to be glued to your phone tracking every single crumb that goes into your mouth. No, but you do need to be aware of those little calories that you miss because that can eventually sabotage your results even though you think you're eating the right amount. So this is probably 99% of you. I'm going to be honest. I know it's not what you want to hear, but that is a fact, okay? And there have been countless studies about this, observational studies, all these kinds of things, and this is what typically happens. People just forget to log stuff or they think they're consuming less than they actually are. So to kind of remedy this, just really be aware of what you're eating. Everything, every calorie counts, you guys. It's not like some foods just magically 
you know, their calories disappear, they all count and they all need to be accounted for. Now, they don't need to be tracked and meticulously tracked in an app, but, you know, that does help. Um, But you do have to be aware of them and you do have to be aware if you're overeating, even if it doesn't feel like it. Okay, so that's the first and foremost. I really invite you to take some time and have a log or maybe even try tracking for a week or two just to really see, am I eating the right amount? And then go from there and make adjustments if necessary. So that's the first one. The second one is lack of consistency. And this is a big problem for so many people because it's hard to stay consistent and continue to do the things you have to do, especially on the days you're not motivated. And lack of consistency can look like a couple of different things. So one way that it looks like is if you're on point, completely perfect Monday through Friday, but then the weekend comes and you kind of relax and you're like, you know what, I'm going to have a cheat day or a cheat meal. Also, a little plug, if you're curious how I feel about cheat meals, check out the episode before this one. Um, I give you all my thoughts there. But anyway, you decide to have a cheat meal or a cheat day and then you feel guilty afterwards and then you go, you know, into this downward spiral of, oh, I'm going to just completely fuck up the weekend and just start over on Monday. And then Monday comes around, you repeat the cycle and then you're not consistent long enough because you, you kind of reverse all the progress that you made on those weekends or you're like pretty consistent most of the time but you give up three four weeks in because your motivation starts dying down and you don't feel excited anymore or you know a big life event happens and it causes you a lot of stress and you just completely give up altogether and i mean like i said lack of consistency can show up in so many different ways but the biggest problem with it is you don't give enough time for something to work and then you dismiss it as you know it doesn't work for me but you didn't give it enough time to actually even check if it actually did work um so consistency i mean the rule of thumb here is just try to aim for 80 percent of the time to be on your plan on your calories whatever your targets are and then from there just be okay with slip-ups mistakes are going to happen shit's going to happen you're not going to be perfect no matter how hard you try and that's okay. You don't have to be to make progress. The important thing is when those mistakes do happen and when those stressful events do happen and when shit's just all over the place, like a lot of it is right now, you just have to make with what you have, do the best that you can. And if you do trip up, just get right back on the next day. Don't overthink it. Do not dwell. Don't guilt yourself. Don't make yourself feel bad. Don't, you know, beat yourself down to the ground with shame just literally be like okay i made a mistake who cares i'm just gonna get right back on track and continue doing what i was doing before the mistake and i'm just gonna keep going no matter how i feel and the longer that you do this the more consistent you are the better result you're going to get now a lot of people will say like oh yeah i'm not losing weight because this thing doesn't work for me or this diet doesn't work for me and the reality is they're probably one eating too much and second they're not giving something enough time and they're not being consistent so really be honest with yourself are you being 80 percent consistent most uh 80 percent consistent throughout the week uh throughout the month so forth and so on did you give at least 80 percent of your effort so and that kind of thing so really take some self-awareness being honest with yourself and truly you know observing yourself in an objective way and being like you know what no i haven't been consistent i need to improve in these areas to do that so that's the second one not being consistent enough the third one is going to be a little bit counterintuitive so first i want to kind of address a myth that often accompanies this point starvation mode and eating too little resulting in waking 
the idea that if you eat too little calories, your body will fight you and start to put on weight to prevent you from starving. The concept does exist, but the way that starvation mode is portrayed is inaccurate, okay? It is physically impossible for your body, if you're actually consuming very low amounts of calories, to put on weight. It's, It's physically and literally impossible. So starvation mode isn't a thing. What is a thing is metabolic adaptation, and I'll get into that exactly what that means right now. But the third point that's sabotaging your weight loss is that you're setting your calories too low, from the beginning and this is why that's a problem because over time as your calories are that low you're going to slow your metabolism down now this doesn't mean you're going to magically put on weight if you're actually eating the calories that you say you are it just means that it's going to be a lot harder to lose weight because your body is trying to prevent you from dying so it's slowing everything down to preserve as much energy as possible And then second, you're going to be so deprived, so hungry, so tired that you're going to end up overeating more often. And this happens so many times when women set their calories incredibly low. They do it for a day or two. Then they're like, fuck, I'm starving. I need to eat. And they go like way over their limit. And they put themselves out of a deficit, meaning they don't lose weight. And they think it's because they're eating too little. But it's not that directly. It's that they set their calories too low. They're starving themselves. And then a couple days in, their body's like, dude, no. So their hunger hormones go up. Their appetite goes up. And you end up eating back those calories and then some more. So that's the problem with starting too low is that your body physically and mentally will start asking you for food and your biology is basically going to fight you until you give it the food that it wants and then in that you know situation we tend to overeat because we feel so restricted and that's the problem like I said with eating too little or trying to eat too little calories you're not actually eating too little because you end up over consuming later but the mindset is oh I have to eat so little to lose weight and then that just kind of backfires on you But what I did want to discuss that is a thing also is metabolic adaptation. Metabolic adaptation is when you are in a calorie deficit, a true, accurate, not overeating or missing meals, actually being in a calorie deficit, which is very few percentages of the population. Um, When you consume too little calories for too long, like I said before, your body slows down. Everything slows down. You start twitching less. You start moving less. Um, to preserve energy and then what used to be your calories for weight loss now are your maintenance and again it becomes increasingly hard to lose weight so at this point you basically stop losing and maintain on the same amount of calories but you don't gain weight if you're in a calorie deficit eating too low you're just slowly starving yourself and you're gonna just continue to lose weight over time and not good things will happen from that so Eating too little or trying to eat very low amounts of calories is sabotaging your weight loss because you feel super restricted for a few days and then you overconsume and binge after putting you in a, over your calories, meaning you're eating too much, and that's why that's sabotaging it. Not because your body's doing this weird, I'm going to put weight on because you're starving me, that it doesn't work that way. Uh, for energy to be stored, there has to be energy there. You know what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. If you have any questions about that, please let me know in the um, email or send me a DM on Instagram. I can clarify. But basically, that's what that point is. Trying to eat too little, 
will cause you to overeat later, binging, and then getting you out of your calorie deficit, meaning you're going to stop losing weight or maybe even gain. So that's that third point. The fourth point that's sabotaging your weight loss success is you're eating back your activity tracker calories. This can be your Apple Watch, this can be your Fitbit, this can be my fitness pal, your steps on your phone, whatever app or tool that you use. Most activity trackers will tell you how many calories you supposedly burned during your walking, your exercise, whatever. The big, big, big problem with those things is that they overestimate very, very high how much you actually burned. So sometimes it can be off by 50%, if not more. And that is a huge amount of calories to think you're burning and then to eat them back because that means you're just eating more than you think you are, period. Again, coming back to that first point. So it's there's nothing wrong with tracking your calories burned and keeping track of it and being aware of it, but don't eat those calories back if you're trying to lose weight because it's overestimating. So it may say that you burned 900 calories during that walk or the workout or whatever, but you only burn like two or 300, if not less. And that's a big amount of calories to eat back and then expect to continue to lose weight. It's just, it's too many calories. They're not accurate. They're not the most effective way to know how much you're burning. And in fact, there's very few ways to actually know, except if you're in a lab connected to a cart and they're tracking your every move and is there's just no way to do it in real life so don't stress about it don't count those calories back in just you know track them if you want but don't use that as an excuse to eat more when you're trying to lose weight because it's probably a lot less than you think so that's my little information on that do not eat your calories back from the activity trackers um, the calories that those things give you And the last one, uh, probably another very common one for a lot of you, especially during this time, that sabotages weight loss is high amounts of stress and bad sleeping patterns. Um, Oh, you know what I just realized? There's three points on here, uh, three more. So there's actually six things that sabotage your weight loss. Never mind, there are six. So the fifth one is having high stress and poor sleep, which is probably very relatable to a lot of you right now. And the reason why sleep and high stress and poor sleep, you know, can make weight loss so much more difficult is not that those things inherently make you fatter. That Again, that doesn't happen. What does happen is the effects on the body that these things cause that tend to result in you overeating and burning less calories. It's a complicated hormonal, uh, psycho- uh, what is it? physiological thing it's complicated i can go into it if you guys like let me know in the in the email or dm me but basically these phenomenons affect the body in many ways causing your body to basically fight weight loss and that again that doesn't mean that you automatically just get fatter it just means that you might tend to have a higher appetite because you're sleep deprived or you're stressed and you want to emotionally eat or stress eat Um, And then you are moving less because you're stressed and you're not burning as many calories. So you're over consuming now and you're not burning as much calories, making it a lot easier to pile on the weight um, without changing really much anything else. So it's really important to manage your stress. And literally, this is 
eliminating stress completely from your life is impossible you guys especially like i said right now what is possible is just to focus on the little things that bring you joy every day go on walks talk to a family member that you really love read a book literally that can be anything and everything that you want it to be and it, it doesn't have to take a lot of time five to ten minutes a day take for yourself do something fun do something peaceful meditate um for me i like to go on walks meditate my workouts things like that but Anything you can do to manage your stress, even a little bit, is going to help you significantly in the long run to stay on track with your goals. And same thing with sleep. Sleep can make all sorts of hormonal changes in your body happen that causes you to want to eat more and burn less. And it's just, it doesn't, you don't feel good when you're on that, so you don't make the best choices. So again, perfect sleep is not possible for a lot of people. And that isn't the goal. The goal is to improve the sleep that you already have and then slowly progress to better ways of sleeping. So if that's maybe turning off your phone at a certain hour or not watching TV after a certain hour or, you know, doing a little nighttime routine where you pamper yourself and get yourself relaxed. Again, the options are endless and it is 100% customized to whatever you want to do. It's individual, but definitely take those steps to really maximize your sleep quality if you can, as much as you can, because it does have a big impact on your weight loss efforts and all of that stuff. So, really monitor your stress and your sleep as best as you can it's going to help you in the long run and it's just better for your life you know it's better for overall quality of life and we can use as much of that as we can get so that's the fifth point point. and the last one um again one of those oh i don't want to hear this again <laughs> is patience lack of patience so many people give into this if it's not working in three weeks, I'm going to stop and start something else. It, I'm not going to give it more time if it's not working. I don't want to waste my time. But the, the uh, ironic thing is most diets and routines and things take about four to eight weeks to really kick in and maybe even a little bit more um, to really kick in and for you to see the actual real benefits from. It takes time. So if you haven't even hit the fourth week mark on something, you do not have any right to give up because it hasn't worked yet you just have not given it enough time and i know in an instant gratification world and wanting things fast and the unrealistic expectations that social media places on us like lose 10 pounds in three weeks um the fact of the matter is most of you are gonna have it's gonna take a lot longer than you want and that's not a bad thing that's just the way shit happens and all you have to do is just remain on course and give it time and be patient if you're doing the right thing and you're giving it enough time the results are going to happen it's not a matter of if and it's going to happen so to kind of improve your patience like focus on non-scale victories you're gonna feel pretty freaking good after the first week like you're gonna feel great um how your clothes are fitting how your energy is improving is your sleep getting better are you feeling more positive like those are the kinds of things that happen sooner than the physical result so just being more mindful of that and paying attention to that and celebrating that as much as possible is going to be huge to help you stay patient but you do have to stay patient this is not a, if you, this is an option if you want to like you're not going to get anywhere if you only give something three weeks or two weeks or a day you got to give it at least four to eight weeks at minimum. Like that's, I would, I would even go as to say you need at least six months. Um, that's just the shitty reality of things is it takes time. And if you think about it, like how much time did it take for you to get into the shape that you're in now and to gain, let's say 50 pounds that you've gained over the last year or how long did it take to get in the position that you're in now? Probably a few months, if not a couple years. So 
I read a, this quote the other day and I was it was like so on point where it's like if you walk 10 miles into the forest to get out you have to walk those 10 miles like you know there's different paths to take those 10 miles and there's different ways to do it but you got to travel the 10 miles and the same thing with weight loss and improving your health if it took you 10 months or a year to get to where you are now it's going to take a couple of months if not the same amount to get back into a place where you feel happy and confident and to make progress so give yourself time be patient focus on those non-scale victories that come as you work out like i said how your clothes are fitting how your energy is improving how your sleep is uh improving and all that good stuff um and like i said if you're doing the plan you're staying consistent you're monitoring what you're eating you're managing your sleep and stress and you're patient the results will come. It's a matter of time. All you got to do is just keep focused, stay on track. If you make a mistake, get right back on. Don't waste any time dwelling and the results will come when they come. All right. So those are the six things that might be getting in the way of your weight loss journey. And again, if one of these, you know, applies to you and you're upset at yourself, you're like, oh my God, that's true. Now I feel like a failure. Like, don't feel that way. Don't waste your energy just acknowledge what needs to happen and what needs to improve make a plan and then just go from there and that's all that we need to be focusing on to be better and to make better choices so that we can get to those results that we want um no need for shaming or guilting ourselves into that so yeah that is it you guys i hope that you found this episode helpful i thought i hope that you found um good information that you can use and apply to your life and this is a long-term game. Be patient, give it time, uh, enjoy yourself in the process, and the results will come if you're being patient and consistent. And yeah, so that's it. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And as a reminder, as always, if you enjoyed this episode and are enjoying the show in general, I would highly appreciate if you could please leave me a review on the iTunes app. Five stars if you feel that way. Um, Leave me your feedback. Let me know what you like, what you want to see. And um, I'll go ahead and get started on that for you guys. But yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Take care, everybody.